TCM in 3D. We've got three Ds here. I'm Dan. I am still Derek. And I'm Dave, and you can't see me, but I've got my uh, cut-off rock and roll shirt ready to go. Whoa! Serious! Excellent! A lot of shredding on this podcast. <laughs> there is, is a outstanding. lot. Outstanding. There is a lot of shredding on this one. Yeah, we're, we're talking about classic contemporary Christian music from 1985 to 1995. Uh, and, of course, we have our 3Ds. Uh, we got some fun things to talk about. And this time we're talking about maybe an album that maybe some people might not be familiar with, or maybe you forgot about for a while, uh, but it's Mastodon. Yeah. And yep. they yes. had, this is, these we're talking like 30 year old albums now because they're 89 and wow. 2000, I think, yeah. or uh, 1990, Eight, excuse me. 90 and 89. Yeah. Yep. 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 And just some fantastic two albums. So Derek, I'll let you jump in and. Yeah. Well, I, this, the, the, the germ of this podcast originated, I pulled out my original copies of Mastodon's It's a Jungle Out There from 18, uh, 1989 and Mastodon's Lofcadio from 1990, both of which have my CDs right here. So I pulled those out. Dave, do you have these? I've got uh, the cassettes. I Unfortunately, I do not have the Oh, okay. interesting. We know Dan doesn't because nope. they are currently residing in some felon's home. <laughs> That's right. So, <laughs> so repent and give them back. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, Dan. Yep. Sorry. So anyway, we uh, I pulled these out mainly because, and if you don't know the Mastodon albums, um, they're kind of the brainchild of one John Elefante, who, again, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably already know who that is and of whom I speak. But um, obviously was the lead singer of Kansas after Steve Walsh left. He came on for the 1982 album uh, Vinyl Confessions with Kansas. And then he sang on their next album, Drastic Measures. And then Steve Walsh came back after that. And so he released or kind of oversaw the release of two albums, 89 and 90, of Mastodon under that name. And the first one is It's a Jungle Out There on Regency Records. And then the next one was on Pachyderm, which is his label. And that was 1990's Lofcadio. Um, the interesting thing about these albums is they have been remastered um, and put onto gold discs, which I'll talk about in just a moment. And the, the record company that has remastered those is a company called Gerder Records, G-I-R-D-E-R Records. And they were kind enough to send me both of the um, both of the remasters of It's a Jungle Out There in Lofcadio. So big thank you to Girder Records. And if you want to visit their website, just go to Girder, G-I-R-D-E-R music, one word, dot com, girdermusic.com, and do a search for Mastodon. And you'll see the um, remasters of Lofcadio, of... It's a jungle out there. And if you're into Christian rock, a whole bunch of other things you will love. They've got remasters of Idle Cure. They've got Halo. Uh, they've got Die Happy, Guardian. Blood Good. So if you're Blood Good, yes, they do have Blood Good. And they have those Rock Power Praise. Dan, do you remember oh, playing yeah. some of those? Yep. Um, the Brave. They've got uh, Battle Cries by the Brave. Nice. Remastered. Yep. Um, 
So if you are into kind of late 80s, early 90s, Christian hard rock and metal, Girder is doing, they're just doing incredible work, reintroducing that stuff to a whole new audience, remastering a lot of it, remixing it, putting it back out. And so hats off to them. They're doing just amazing work. And one of my favorites, One Bad Pig. Yes, there you go. They do <laughs> Limited have one bad vinyl. Right. Even I'm looking at the site now. That's so. right. They sure yeah. do. So, Holy Soldier I notice is on there. Um, uh, Miracle Mile, which will probably be the next one I purchase because I love, love, love uh, uh, Guardians Miracle Mile. Um, Holy Soldier I think is in there. Um, Tamplin. Shout, yeah, just incredible work that they're doing there. So it's it's really great. Girdermusic.com. So, so David, it really, gonna... really fits in with your uh, cut-off shirt there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right that's right. Yeah. Right. So I'm ready Dave to rock. has a tryout just... later for the Brave. <laughs> you're, yes. You're trying out later for the Brave, right? Yes, I'll, I'm trying okay. to play tambourine for the Brave. So Okay, great. Or Cowbell. Yeah. yeah. Give me a t- or cowbell, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You never <laughs> yes, yes. Cowbell. <laughs> no, no. You, you sure can't. You sure can't. So, so anyway, we will be focusing this week on the two Mastodon albums. Yes. Sweet. Well, and just to uh, speak a little bit more to John Elefante. Now, again, I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with him, um, but those that maybe wanted a little bit more about him, like you'd mentioned earlier too, he's also a three-time Grammy winner. So he mm-hmm. won, of course, he produced a ton of Petra albums, you know, him and him and yeah. Dino, yep. his brother. So um, and so they won for Petra's Beyond Belief in 91, 2001, Petra's Double Take. He was also Grammy nominated on the St. Elmo's Fire soundtrack in yes. 1985. Wow. Um, did a song yep. called Young and Innocent. Fantastic oh. song. Oh, let me tell you yeah. that. I ha- I still have my CD. I don't have it with me. It's over in my collection, but I've got my Saint Almost Fired CD, and that that uh, song. He's only credited as Elefante on that on the mm. credits, but it's clearly John Elefante singing. That is one wow. of my favorite '80s power ballads ever, ever. All right, I'm gonna have to go listen this to it. Really good. Yes, yeah. it is so good. And Steve Lukather plays guitar on it. Oh, so. sweet. Yeah, from, so you've from, got John Elefante and Steve Lukather. What more do you yeah. want? From Toto, from Toto, of course, we should say. Yes, yep. yep. So, you know, those two brothers, their fingerprints are all over CCM in many different ways. Um, and yeah. Yeah. They, they've done their own solo work. Um, they have a very successful recording studio. They've written tons and tons and tons of songs. Uh, and like I said, they took over production duties after uh, Beat the System for Petra. Um, computer brains. Gotta throw that in there. Yep. And, computer yep, brains. I didn't have that one. But, uh, <laughs> and then, like you said, Back of Derm Records was uh, 1990 to 1994. You had acts like X-Center, Halo, uh, Love War, The Brave, Michael Gleason, Guardian. I think you kind of mentioned all those before, but yeah, Pack and Derm. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. So, lots of very accomplished here, and what's fun is to get into these two discs. Um, I mean, they're right in my wheelhouse for sure. You know, it's, yeah. it's rock. Yeah. It's great lyrics, lots of shredding. Um, yeah. Right. Great rock harmonies. Um, yeah. And then I honestly had to kind of look up what is a remaster. Cause you know, I see that word. I mean, I see that word around, sure. but I didn't know what that really kind of meant. 
Um, yeah. So what did you well, find? So before you, you do that, let's throw back to the early days when we used to listen to records, right? And okay, we all listened right. to records and then came along cassettes and 8-tracks. I never, I never owned an 8-track, but uh, I've owned cassettes, of course. And then the compact disc comes out. And it's, it's this digital clarity and streaming bits that, you know, now we get into now, but um, that brought this, whoa, that sounds so clear. Um, so what I'm hearing in a remaster is um, you might, if you're listening to old song versus a remastered song, you're listening to maybe going to hear some volume variation um, that are taken out or recording technologies that have updated. Um, it makes the songs brighter to me. It sounds very bright very loud. Um, they've taken out some of the, I guess, impurities in, from the way it used to be delivered. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, just kind of cleaned it up. Kind of cleaned it yeah, up a little bit. Yeah, so you're bit. not yeah. hearing maybe some of the hissing or some of those kind of noises um, that you might hear if you're going from, like, cassette to CD. You would hear the difference. Um, so it's got noise reduction, hums, clicks, dropouts. Uh, microphone pops from what I understand they'll also they can take those out so it's kind of tedious to, to remaster yeah. yeah but the end result yeah. is very clean yeah yeah it's very clean very pristine um, the, the two biggest things I always noticed and you alluded to both was that it's a little louder and that um, it's it's a little more emphasized high-end so what what may have been muddy on a release in 1989 is now not muddy on a release in 2020. So, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, you're, it's funny you, you guys are talking about being louder because I, when I put um, the remasters in, I took out whatever I had in before. I put it in its jungle out there, and it was so much louder than the CD I had in there. I'm like, wow! I had to turn <laughs> it down. I, I, I noticed the difference immediately. So, yep, yep, yeah, yeah. If you put in a CD from 1990. And then a CD from 2020 that's been remastered, like uh, It's a Jungle or Love Cadio, you're going to have to dive for the volume knob yeah. to turn it down. Right. Yeah. I mean, so if you're, if you're a true fan, you know, you'll own, if you've owned maybe the original and you grab that remastered, you'll love it. You'll hear the difference. Yes. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. There's a couple of them that definitely stand yeah. out to me that we'll get to later. But um, so that's kind of what a remaster does. In my in my yeah. layman's terms, <laughs> good job, Dan. Okay, thank you. <laughs> good, good, good. Now I have the packaging in front of me, so I can comment a little bit on that. Um, the original album cover is included, and um, they've got some kind of expanded credits. Now it's interesting. With um, it's a jungle out there. Getting back over to my. So I think this is the one that they could not list. It's either this one or Lofcadio uh, that they could not list who actually played on it. That was Lofcadio. Was it Lofcadio? Yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. So I think they mentioned that. So the, the, the thing that you'll notice is it's not, it's not a John Alafonte solo album. They've got various... They've got various lead mm -hmm. singers. Right. So, for example, um, when you get to um, Shine On, it's David Pack from the band Ambrosia, who, again, is one of those guys that you just put the phone book in front of him to sing, yes. and it would be yeah. amazing. Right. So um, 
more more David Pack always always. <laughs> but uh, John sings on uh, "This Is the Day." He sings, of course, on "Islands in the Sky," and um, I think "Right Hand." Uh, as well. And then the nice thing that I love that they did on It's a Jungle out there is they is they put three bonus tracks on there. Yeah. Um, two of them are from Cornerstone, the Cornerstone Festival in 91. The videos are out on YouTube and you can look up Mastodon Islands in the Sky, Cornerstone and Right Hand, Cornerstone, Mastodon. And the live videos are out there, but they've got them cleaned up and made as audio tracks here on the remaster of It's a Jungle out there. And then the best one is yes. Wasn't It Love? Yes. They from which I heard on the California Metal compilation. Oh, that came yeah. Out. Okay. 1987, so, California yes. 1987, two years before this album. Yeah. Yes. Now, Dan, you will not remember this because you never remember uh, no, this happened, I don't. But I remember this as I remember um, when our station here in Wichita went a little more rock during the day. And you and I were driving to lunch and we were listening to Z91 and Wasn't It Love came on. And I think we were riding in the One Bad Pig. Okay, yep. I think we were riding in your <laughs> yeah. Mustang. And that song sounded so good on the radio in in a uh, in a convertible yes. oh it's just so <laughs> good and that just cemented that song in my mind so when i figured out that here it is on this album i was just giddy i was laughing like a schoolgirl. it was yes. great <laughs> so it's it's nice to have this on on cd because i don't have the california metal compilation unfortunately but so it's it's here. It's on it's on this and it's remastered and it sounds it sounds great. Yeah, definitely. So, that Dave can play uh, cowbell on that one, maybe. He, right. I think the the ripped shirt will, will take you over. Yeah, my, a, a little bit. Okay. You need the mullet though. Yeah, uh, mullet. And I'll, maybe yeah. I'll put a satin jacket over the ripped up rock t shirt. There you go. That's yeah. Remember? That's yeah. In lieu of a mullet, right. always go with the satin jacket. <laughs> yes, those are huge. It's <laughs> <laughs> just that's just good a good life right. motto right there, Dave. Thank you. I like it. Needs a bumper so, sticker. Um, it needs a bumper sticker. Did you guys see that on um, It's a Jungle out there that Bob Hardman is listed as a composer? I as did. composer. Okay. Yes, as composer. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, there aren't too many people credited, but that one stuck out to me as composer. He would even play, I guess, but he helped compose. Right. Well, and he, let me see. I so saw that I in saw the credits. He wrote lyrics for or helped with lyrics on "Shine On." Okay. So all of the all the yes. songs are written by John and Dino, except right. John Dino and Bob do "Shine On." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's where he helped out with "Shot" was with "Shine right. On." Yeah, and you know those lyrics are kind of very Petra esque. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and then David Pack just carries them so beautifully when he sings. Yeah, it's just, sure. oh yeah. yeah, right. Yep. Well, uh, yeah, so, yeah. like you said, the other vocalists, um, Dave Robbins, Dave Amato, and so we've got three yep. Daves. Could it be Mastodon into three Daves? Yep. That's what it could be. Yeah. Yep. Great name. That's I right. love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think Dave Robbins was an ex-sinner. Is that right? Was yeah, the, I think you're, I, yes. I think you're right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then Dave Amato is now an REO Speedwagon. Still right. an REO Speedwagon. I was yeah. going to get yep. to that. Yep. Yep. 
it's it's yeah. very nearly every song here is just excellent. I mean, it's a very yes. AOR album. You know, in the veins of Kansas, mm-hmm. probably a little harder rocking maybe than Kansas. Maybe a little Kiss like sure. too or something in that area. Um, so if you yeah. kind of like those, you're yeah. gonna, you're gonna love this. Um, real quick, touching the album art. So it's you know the cityscape with the kind of elephant coming through there, um, and I love John and Dino Lafonte so much that I forgot the actual word elephant is spelled with ph because I used to always ah. I'd start spelling things going no not the f the ph dance <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's funny so, yeah it's the good. First, uh, do you want to go track by track real quick oh yeah but we we can yeah that's fine yeah that's fine or let's you know or just touch on something I guess maybe so yeah, yeah let's let's it's a jungle out there is number one and that like you said it has Dave Robbins from X Center um, on that. Uh, I love the best part of this to me is the multi-layered harmonies on the chorus. Oh, yeah. Very yeah, Alfonso. Yeah, very Alfonso. Does that through this whole album. I mean, definitely. Right. And it, and it, sometimes it's even like, oh, I can't wait to get to the chorus. Um, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and, and then uh, Glory Bound. I don't know if, you know, I love that. That's Dave Amato. And like you said, mm-hmm. Ario Speedwagon. He's on their 2001 live album. Mario Speedwagon's album. Yep, um, he sure is. This it, song, I think, has a very, I was going to say, has a very Boston sound to me. He kind of, uh, Amato sounds oh. kind of like Brad Delp singing lead yep. on this. I hadn't thought of that. It. Yeah. And then my favorite, right, once you get past those, is This Is The Day. You know, John Elefante. Yeah. Just, he, he just got an amazing vocal. Um, the bass on here is fantastic. I'm not sure who it is because where i see it it just kind of list doesn't list them track by track so i'm not sure yeah i'm not doesn't. sure which one it is but uh you know he just yeah. has that uh again just john has that amazing vocal ability i can see why you know kansas chosen and that kind of thing he's just very versatile you know you can do the ballads yep. and rock it out um yep so that's that, one of my favorites on this whole thing is this is the day um yeah me great too. song Love Hindulation, not really my favorite, hate to say it, but uh, again, the chorus here, really good. Um, it's yeah. sung by Perry Lee. Um, then we get to Islands in the Sky. Uh, for me, iconic song on this album, you can tell they liked it or a lot of people liked it because they do have the live version on here as well, um, sung by John. Yep. Um, again, very Kansas to me. I love the ooh background vocals singing ooh oh yeah um but absolutely one of my favorites in this album yeah yeah that key change at the end where where john where they kick it up a half step yes. and someday i'll be there i just yes. don't know when it's so far away now. and john's is just the very top of his yeah. register but still just sings with so much mm-hmm. power just so good yeah and that would be the end of side is that that's the end of side one if you're on a cassette Yep. If you're and on a then, cassette. Uh, yes. First song, and the next one is Get Up, sung by John. And this is the sleeper yeah. song on the I, album I, for I, me. Yeah. I was almost going to say the same thing. Great song, just total rock on. I love I love the keyboard oh. and vocal intro, and then that then that drum yeah. hits, mm-hmm. and it just takes off. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it yep. reminds me of Here I Go Again by White Snake. Starts out very slowly with the keyboard, oh, yeah. and then oh, well, yeah. boom, it just kicks Good in. Good call. It just kicks in and just goes. Yep. Makes you want to put your fist yeah, up, on, that's a you good know, call. and get up on the chorus. You're like, hey, get up, you know. So, mm-hmm. and, and play cowbell and wear your sack. <laughs> yes. That there you go. 
<laughs> and then right after that is Love That Will Survive, also sung by John. How do you do you classify the song as a power ballad? It's I don't I don't know. It's it's slow, uh, but it's not a ballad really to me. Or is it? Yeah, it's yeah, not, not really. really. Yeah, kind of a mid-tempo rock yeah. sort of thing. Uh, just yeah. another, I could put this CD on repeat a lot. Uh, the whole thing. Yeah. Right. In, Innocent Girls, yeah. number yeah. eight, sung by Perry Lee. Uh, dude, I do skip this one. <laughs> but again, amazing, <laughs> yeah. harmonizing chorus. It's, it's okay. all right. Just, yeah. It, yeah. Um, Shine On, we just talked about that one quite a bit. Number nine. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Macedon just yeah. has the best choruses. And I love the, the child, yes. kind of child chorus thing sounds. At the end, yeah. That yeah, is nice, is. yeah. Uh, one of my favorites in this album. Uh, right Hand. So Right Hand on the album is sung by Dave Amato. Yeah. And then, That's right. Uh, and then just amazing shredding. So the, you, the whole yeah. last yes. two minutes of this song is just Unbelievable. glorious. Shredding. <laughs> yeah, this is my this is my so favorite good. track on the album. Uh, it it sounds it is it is that right? Very Kansas to me. And there again, Dan, when it gets to the chorus, I've just I'm going seeing the chorus, you know, because they've got all the layering of the male vocals coming in, and Dave Amamato or Amamato just nails the high notes, and then like you said, he rocks out for the yeah. last two minutes, and then it just ends, and that's it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yes. Yep. But it, but it, but if you have to remaster, it's, it's not. not the That's end. right. You get another song <laughs> because you've got three right, bonus right. tracks. Well, and, and like you said, I'm glad so, they put it on here. So eleven wasn't it love? Because um, you, I'm looking yeah. on Spotify. I just cannot find it on Spotify because, of course, I don't have my CD. Um, so it was originally found, yep. like you said, on, on just one album, and. Gosh, like you said, it's just a fantastic song. I, I'd forgotten, honestly, forgotten all about it until you mentioned on this on this album, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. that's right. Forgot how much the I love song that song. Is, that, it is it's a great one. Yep. It's and then so the good. last two you mentioned, Cornerstone from 1991. So I never got to go to anything like a Cornerstone festival. Did you guys ever do anything like that? I. I played one year oh, nice. at Cafe Fest with Very Rich cool. Mullins. Okay. Yeah, that was, I still got the program for that. So that's, yeah, some good artists. That's the only one I ever went to, either as a participant or as I went a... To, it's just, yeah. I was going to say, I went to a one-day festival at uh, Sandstone. Um, I guess that's kind of like a cornerstone, but it was one day, one, one stage, oh, one nice. big axe. So I kind of got a little bit of that feeling. Yep. For our listeners out there, Sandstone is no longer Sandstone. It's uh, Veri- or, uh, Verizon Wireless yeah. Amphitheater. It's in Boulder Springs, go. Kansas. Um, so yeah, talk amongst yourselves right. and I'll mm-hmm. figure yeah. out. I think they have changed the name. Yeah. Got a sponsor. Oh, it, it is now Providence Medical City Ooh. Center Amphitheater. Okay. So, But it used to be known as Sandstone Amphitheater. And that's what I always call it. That's... That's what all the folks here call right. it, the sandstone. So yeah, it's just just. Yeah. But technically, it is Providence Medical. And for what I understand, Cornerstone was just huge festival. I mean, I think at one point, I mean, they get like three hundred bands or something. I mean, it's each, wow. Each year, they'd see just tons and tons of bands, uh, thousands of people, uh, speakers, uh, seminar writers, art workshops. I mean, all sorts of things. So, 
What was the last uh, year for Cornerstone? Was the, it in 2012. the 2000s? Hmm. Mm-hmm. 2012, okay. And the last song was performed by the choir uh, to bid farewell. Oh, it's yes. <laughs> so appropriate. Oh, so it, it, it had a long line. run. 84 yeah. is when it started. Um, 84 to 2012. That's a pretty yeah. amazing year. I mean, long run for a festival. It is. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It is a um, long so, time. so there's good, good songs on here. Islands in the Sky um, and Right Hand, where John does the vocals on that one on the live. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. But good. Perfect. All right. So we yep, skip it to Lufcadio. So we bring back uh, right. vocalist. What, Dave, I'm sorry, what did you say? Yes, it's Pork right. Albell. Yeah. We get uh, <laughs> Dave Amato. Staying around for vocals, John, of course, and then he adds Dean Longacre and Tom Bowes, and then Bob Carlisle joins in the backing vocals. Yeah, in some of this, which I did, yes. I actually didn't know That's until right. I read that uh, a little bit ago. So, yeah, uh, but it's really it's a jungle yeah. out there part two, uh, which for me is fantastic. <laughs> uh, not a whole lot different, yeah. just some more great songs. You know, forty-one minutes worth of great music. Um, yeah. So, which one, in your guys's, in you guys's opinion, comes out of the gate rocking harder? Is it? Um, it's a jungle out there with um, the title track or holiest. Ooh, oh, holiest one. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna disagree, oh, man. I'm gonna say so to good. me, it's a jungle out there because it, it to me, it's got a very ACDC feel to yeah. it. Yeah. And with Dave Robbins' vocals, sounds like Brian yeah. Johnson. And when it comes out and he's screaming, I'm like, oh. That's when I had to run and turn the volume down because the remaster was so much louder. <laughs> yes. But, but Holiest That's One great. is a fantastic way to start an album. Oh, now, man. this is, this is one where yeah. I can tell a big difference between the remaster and the original. I mean, they're, again, they're both good, but very bright and crisp uh, yeah. that they pulled, pulled that one yeah. out, Holiest One. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's I, I you just could not have heard no. Lafcadio better than than this. It starts song. with a scream too. So good. First thing you hear the vocals, he's screaming. So. Yes, it yes. does. And Dave Alamato is yep. so high on this. It is. his voice is so high on this song. It's unreal. Oh, oh, that's it is. This John is Elfonte. Elfonte. Yeah. This is Elfonte. I didn't realize that. Yes, it wow. sure is. It sure is. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know, amazing. That's, that may be so, one of the few gripes I have about Lafcadio is that the, it does have four vocalists, but they all sound the same. So you don't get that the difference, the variety that you got with I mean, It's a Jungle out there, ah, which I kind of enjoy. Interesting. But anyway, that's, yeah, I like I said, that. that's one of the few things I'm going to be critical yeah. about of Lafcadio. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, listen to Dave. He's just nipping yeah. away. Here well, we go. More, more cowbell, too. They need more cowbell. <laughs> More cowbell and more yes. more satin jackets. Yeah, just a, and another CD I can just run from start to finish, pretty much. Uh, Life on the Line follows Holiest One. Fantastic song. I can play that one yes. over and over again yes. as well. Radio song, wouldn't it? Very. Yep. Yes. Huge. Oh, uh, yeah. Run to the yep. Water. Absolutely one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. Yes. We yep. played this That's one That's why you played it a bunch, probably. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. <laughs> yep. Uh, Taken Down Below. Uh, another one of my favorites, Stampede, and on the, on the second side of the cassette, amazing vocal uh, vocal acapella. Yeah. Um, two minute, twenty seven yeah. second song, so it's really an instrumental. 
except for the vocal at the beginning, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. With kind of a um, vocal intro. Thief yeah. in the Night. Now that one sounded very Kansas to me. Piano, yes, piano riff. The, I have that right here. Yeah. Yes. yes, that piano riff, just very interesting vocals. I agree with that. Musically bounces all around, but right. it all works together. It's great. Uh, People yeah. of this time, one of yeah. my favorites, and then last is uh, now. This is another one I can tell a really big difference. It is done, remastered, just sounds amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. This that's the the songs where there's a lot of dynamic range. Okay, that's what it is. Okay, so yeah, it it is done. Yeah. Is, it's a that's a great one. So, and it's too bad they couldn't list. Um, they couldn't list who was on this. Um, if you go to the Girder Music website, their little blurb for the album says the uh, this album also features an all star cast, but most of them aren't named because of legal uh, issues with other record labels. So, um, I, I did anyway, see that, um, that's, Tony Palacios plays on this quite a bit. Yes. So, I mean, there's an yep. all-star name from guardian, yep. of course he does. Yep. Yep. That's he's on here. Um, they do list Dave Amato, Tom Bowes, John Alfonte, uh, Bob Carlisle, as we mentioned, Tony Palacios, uh, Michael Thompson is a session guitarist who's amazing. John Pierce is a great session bassist. Um, Dino is a good bass player himself. So yeah, there's just and then and then it says and to all the mystery guests whose names we are unable to list due to the usual legal oh, entanglements. No. <laughs> thank you. So they 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 thank them, but without thanking yeah. them. Wow, by crazy names. So and it's interesting on the Girder Music site. Their blurb compares Lafcadio to Bon Jovi's Slippery When Wet, uh, Boston, More Than a Feeling, and Van Halen, 5150. Oh, so I thought that was interesting. They kind of make those comparisons with Lafcadio. So, okay, so of the two albums, which one would you oh, find yourself goodness. going to more? Dan, what do you think? Well, I think I know Dave's answer. Boy, this is a tough one. Um, it is. Yeah. That's a tough um, question, isn't it? Gosh, they just have. On one hand, they're they're, you know, it's a jungle out there, part one, part two, to me. But they definitely still have their differences. I, but I, I think if I had to pick one, I'm going Lafcadio. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Boy, okay. you know, Dave, uh, you tough question because you know I'll, I'll say I probably spent more time listening to Lafcadio, but I think that. When I go back and listen to "It's a Jungle Out There," it I just enjoy that experience a little bit more. So I'll go with I'll go with that album. Uh, you can't go okay. wrong either way, though. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's it's like picking you know which you know which of the two um, yeah. diamond yeah. rings are better. Yes. You know, just they're both diamond rings. So um, I think for me, just Love Cardio probably edges out "It's a Jungle" just because it has more songs than there you feature. Go. Yep. John on lead vocals, and anytime John's on lead vocals, I'm I'm all in. Now, having said that, right when you've got an album with David Pack on yes. it, right, I'm also all in. Yeah. So that makes it really tough. Um, so if if um, if uh, Shine On had been on Love Cardio, it would have been yeah. a slam dunk. So, um, but that is not to say 
that um, I'm looking down my nose at It's a Jungle Out There because it's an equally great album. So they're both fantastic. And two of the high, just the high watermarks of Christian rock, I think, in the late 80s, early 90s. And that's, you know, we've talked a lot on this podcast about um, the book. Yes. um, 100 Greatest Albums in Christian Music. You know, we've made fun of it. We've referred to it. We've thrown the book across the room in frustration um and that's the one thing that this book just really doesn't take uh, it just doesn't take very seriously at all christian rock and metal it just i mean there's a petra album here and maybe you know a a a white heart album getting an honorable mention there Mm -hmm. and that's about it and you just don't see any of these really truly classic CCM rock and metal albums anywhere near that book. Yeah, it's and unfortunate it's because you know I bad. think a lot of the time that CCM get got a bad rap and probably still does because people think that the quality is not near as good as in the secular industry. And you know, frankly, a lot of the time that's true. But I think when you talk about this genre of '80s '90s Christian hard rock. The production value on these two albums and a lot of the other stuff that you mentioned that they're remastering is just as good, if not better, than what you get in the secular market. Yeah. Oh, I agree. And when you when you put John and Dino at the helm of stuff back then, yes, it was going to be quality. I mean, you just knew. We've talked a lot about buying an album because it had Brown Bannister's name on it, or buying a an album because we saw Charlie Peacock produce it. Yes, I, yeah, I was the same right. way with John and Dino. I, if John and Dino produced it, yep. I was instantly interested. I was immediately going, okay, yep. you have my attention with, with those yep. guys. So the, the one thing I'll mention, uh, just looking at the packaging that I wish they had was since these are kind of reissues and remasters of classic albums, since you're trying to, put these albums into the hands of new listeners and another generation. I kind of wish they had um, little three to 4,000 word essays on the album where maybe they interviewed John or maybe they interviewed David Pack or Dino or, or, or Dave Amato or, or some of the players that played on it. Um, kind of like rock candy does with their um, reissues. Like I have several, albums reissued by the rock candy label i have survivor's eye of the tiger i have mr mr's go on and welcome welcome to the real world i have both kansas albums and they always have a three to four thousand word essay in there where they talk about the history of the album and how it did on the charts and and that sort of thing so i wish they had somebody writing little three to four thousand word blurbs uh, for their remaster series. Hey, I have to write roughly 3,000 yeah. words every week as a pastor, so if Gerger Music wants to get a hold of me, I will, <laughs> right. for a small stipend, write their, <laughs> their blurbs for them. So there you go, Gerger. I, you know where to find me. I'll, I'll I'll help you out on that. But Maybe for, that might ta- just maybe help for some tacos and Diet Dr. Pepper. Album in a oh, there you go. Yeah. Some tacos and Diet Dr. Pepper. Pay me, pay me in Taco Tico. <laughs> but you, it just helps to put the album a little bit into historical perspective and kind of get a, you know, it'd be interesting for some of these players to look back on that album and say, oh yeah, that was, this is what was going on at the time. And we had no budget, but 
we made it work and you know that sort of thing all those fun stories that kind of can help the album kind of come mm-hmm. alive a little bit more so that's my one teeny you know, know when you said when you said it. coming out at the time so, i forgot to uh it just reminded me that this album or it's jungle comes out around the same time as white hearts freedom the same year same year as margaret becker's immigrant's daughter that's right russ taft's the way home I mean, just lots of good stuff happening in 1989. <laughs> that, and this one's right there. Yeah. Um, and then 1990, right. you, know, you get Find Me In These Fields from Phil uh Crank It Up from Mylan, For the Sake of the Call, Stephen Curtis Chapman, Go West, Young Man, Powerhouse from Whiteheart. So, wow. Um, yep. Lyrical okay. Strength. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there. Good. Our first... Uh, our first D boy yes, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so just a big yeah, thank you. This is a big year You're for uh, I mean for them to come out is just fantastic. Yeah. Another one of my favorite rock records came out in eighty nine for Christian Rock Records, and that's oh, uh, yeah. yes. Foundations by Jeff Moore and the Distance, yes, which album. I think is their yeah. best album ever. And that's okay. a brown banister, I believe, as well. So um but anyway, yes, it's 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 always interesting to put these albums in kind of the the time and place what what else was going on right. kind of in CCM at the time, there you right? Go. D-boy. Including D Boy. <laughs> there you go. Well, there and you hear all those titles and you see the variety that was in uh, CCM back in the day, which uh, we've discussed about. That's one yeah. thing that made this uh, one of the things that made this era so fantastic. Would you got a little bit of everything? Yep. Yeah, you would have Mastodon. Uh, you would have yep. Talks New Thing in 1990. Um, I think uh, David Meese's Learning to Trust came out in 1990, and then Halo and Guardians Fire oh. and Rain, and uh, and then Heather and Kirsten's <laughs> that you didn't know. So there's a reference. First, first Heather and nice. Kirsten. Prism. Anything reference. from Prism? So, Prism. <laughs> okay. Okay. Nothing from Prism on well. this. <laughs> nothing, nothing from Prism then. Well, thanks for so. setting this up, Derek, uh, and getting the remasters. I mean, it was great to listen to both of these albums. And again. what's the website again? Yep. Yeah, please. If you're if you have um, holes in your Christmas buying that you want to get your the CCM fan on your Christmas list, go over to Gerder Music G I R D E R Music dot com. All one word: Gerder Music dot com. And just do a search. Um, what the fun thing is to look in CDs or vinyl, and just click there and say, "Okay, I want to look for uh, on vinyl. I want to look for limited run and and see what they've got on a their like limited run splatter vinyl and all that stuff." If you're really into vinyl, um, so that's it's or search for CDs. It's it's um it's a really great site. They're doing good work, and it's it's fun to support. Uh, people that are kind of keeping the legacy of Christian rock and metal alive. So go over there, girdermusic.com, and give it a look and buy lots of stuff for the CCM Very cool. Christmas list. All right. Well, thank you. Come to another end of the podcast here and just, again, subscribe, write a little review. In fact, you can use the words computer brains in there and we'll all laugh on your review or something. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But uh, yeah, go, go do sure some will. Work, listen to those two CDs and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Keep rocking. Have a good one. Talk to you soon. <laughs>